<laughs> Are we? Are we live? Okay, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, all you whores out there. <laughs> Goddamn beautiful Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. We're bringing it in with Gloria Tells. You're the only one for me, ladies and gentlemen. No need for him to hear, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, everyone's liking the fucking prank calls. God damn it. I'll do another prank call. Here we go. We'll give Fries a call. See what comes to mind. And then we'll get on. Neighborhood Fries Store. Oh, wait. How can I help you today? Oh, that's not on my, uh, it should be on the, the, uh, little recorder here. My call. Don't know why it's not working. Let's see. Let's give her another ring. Oh, here we go. Thank you for calling your friendly neighborhood fry store. How can I help you today? You can say things like refill a prescription, order status, pharmacy hours, or even tell me the name of the department you're trying to reach. To hear a list of pharmacy options, press the pound key now. Oh, for fuck's sakes. How hard is it to get to a goddamn teller? Let's, uh... You know what we'll do? We'll give a... Do we do Sprouts or do we do Target? Sprouts is probably the only one that's going to fucking answer off the rip without doing some other bullshit. Okay, here we go. We'll try this one out here. See what we can get going. Thank you for calling Sprouts Farmer's Market. Located in Peoria, Arizona. For store hours and directions, press 1. To speak with a store team member at this location... Press two. Take a couple more puffs. <laughs> this kid's gonna be too high. You should, call, you should call Mariah and tell her you got another girl pregnant. Oh. Do it. Again, again, again. She'd be like, what, again? Again. Like, <laughs> well, looks like call-ins are fucked today. Not meant to be, not meant to be. Next week, we'll be back with another call. Um, What's been going on in my life? Make it PRK surgery here uh, September 8th. They're going to go in and laser beam both my eyes. And uh, in 10 to 15 minutes, the surgery's done. In two days, I'll be seeing way better. In a week, I'll be seeing way better. Damn. I'm fucking scared. The doctor said, just don't Google it. Don't Google PRK surgery. Just come and do it. I'm like, fuck, all right. Why, Why not just Google? Do it? I don't know. It's probably fucking crazy. Because do they cut your eye open? I think so. Oh. Cut it, slice it, fucking zing it. So September 8th, doing that. Uh, got the MRI back on my shoulder. It says... Um, my AC joint is 
partially torn and then a couple other things going on. So I'm trying to figure out what to do there. I think I'm going to do PR, some PRP on Thursday. I wish there were some stem cells in Phoenix. Um, you were talking to me about peptides. peptides. Yep. Are those legal? They are. They're legal? Yeah. Okay. So you want to do the BPC one. They call it the Wolverine peptide. That's a straight injection into my shoulder? Straight to the shoulder. Holy shit. Yeah, I might do that, get my shoulder fixed up. It's hard to even fucking hold pads. Uh, this morning, woke up, first thing, busted out a run, made up a nice bulletproof coffee. My coffees are fucking top notch coffees, dude. Top to bottom. If you like coffee, good quality coffee, not just Starbucks and McDonald's and gas station stuff, look into an AeroPress. I mean... It's this little plastic syringe. It's really easy to use, and you can really perfect two shots of espresso and then do whatever you want with it, whether you like Americanos, whether you want to froth a little oat milk and uh, make a little latte with some cinnamon or vanilla. And then I sat down, and I read probably 10, 15 minutes, a uh, quick little read. Came to the gym. Me and Sugar Shane went on a little uh, bike ride. Bike rides are nice. The bike rides first thing in the morning. AZ State Bicycle Company hooked us up with some bicycles. So we went on a little bike ride, then came back and uh, did some mitts for Sean. And we're, we've been working with this uh, Luis Oliveira. We're going to be working with him a lot this camp. He's uh, over 100 amateur fights. Uh, he was a 10-0 and professional boxer. Very slick. Probably one of the best boxers in Phoenix. He's about 5'7", five, 5'8". Um, lots of tricks. Very fast. Very tricky. Um, we're going to be working a lot with him for the uh, Peter fight. So... Um, that's what's going on this morning, ladies and gentlemen. What else we got going on? Uh, I listened to a good podcast called Modern Wisdom. It's one of the biggest podcasts out there right now. And I got a bun bunch of tidbit tidbits from this guy. Uh, he was talking about goals in life. He, he, he had a good point. He said, a goal in life, goal in life is to maximize your freedom to do the things you want all the time. And I've heard that before, but it fucking makes total sense. And it's a hundred percent accurate. Everyone else's goals in life are kind of twisted. Like, oh, I want to get a family. I want to, I want to do this. I want to do that. It's like, dude, you're, I love that. A goal in life yeah. is to maximize your freedom to do yeah. the things you want all the time. And even people just wanting to buy random shit. Like you should get your freedom in check before you want to go buy the random shit. Yeah. Or you have a job you make. 2000 3000 4000 a month mm -hmm. so then it's and you got decent credit yeah it's easy to go to a store and just buy whatever you want buy put what, it on klarna yep buy okay. whatever you want and then uh you just pay your monthly payments but i mean now you're stuck working that job yeah. you add a bunch of that shit up our cousin dal daily he's got fucking stacks on stacks but now he's forced to work mm -hmm. he doesn't have the freedom that we have Not at i all. thought that was really really good um, another, another thing he said, he was talking about, um, he was talking about dating and how dating apps, they have your height, they have your weight, they have, uh, they have all these things that don't fucking matter with compatibility. Well, they matter. Height. They all matter. Cock size. Cock size. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> really? Well, <laughs> initially you, you got to be physically attracted enough to want to pursue. Yes. Well, you, <laughs> your standards <laughs> My standards are fucking high. <laughs> so if you have some standards, you, you got to have some, you know, requirements. Especially yeah. girls, I feel like they have a lot of requirements. Yeah. If, if you're not up to par, you're going to. Yeah, they do. But he said high. this. Listen listen to this. Will you. Fuck, you're not even going to be able to hear it. No headphones. 
<laughs> uh, listen to this, Jay. Turn tell me what you think. Okay. Uh, the, the, the nothing. So you might say, well, what qualities did have the most predictive power? And these were psychological stability, growth mindset, satisfaction with life, conscientiousness, and a sh- secure attachment style. So what do you think of that, Jay? Conscientiousness. That's, I mean, that's, that's fucking sick, money, dude. Really? Nothing. Listen again. So you might say, well, what qualities did have the most predictive power? And these were psychological stability, growth. Psychological stability is the first one. Mm-hmm. Growth mindset is the second one, which is a big, which mm-hmm. is a big one. I mean, if you're dating, but not everyone is looking for someone with a growth mindset. Yeah. You know what I mean? Our type of people, we are. Yeah, we definitely. definitely need a girl where it's like, hey, no, you're look, we're looking to improve all the time. Yep. And then mindset, satisfaction with life, conscientious satisfaction with life, mm-hmm. and a sh- conscientiousness. <laughs> is okay. he trying to say consciousness? Or? Conscientiousness. Is that his accent? I don't know. <laughs> and then your attachment style. So attachment style. Era, the, the, the Ooh, nothing. So you might say, well, what qualities did have the most predictive Wait, power? That? And these were <laughs> psychological played, stability, yeah, growth mindset, played. satisfaction with life, conscientiousness, and a sh- secure attachment style. Secure attachment style. He said that's super important. I wonder what he means what, by yeah, that. What, is that? Have that. what does he it's mean a, by that? Like an insecure attachment style. People get super jealous, especially with Instagram nowadays. Like I feel like that brings out people's jealousy. Yeah. Attachment um, to probably anything, right? Like your, even your material attachment shit. Attachment to, to the person. Well, attachment anyway. because maybe they're, you never know, maybe at a certain age that it affected them, their dad left them or their mother left them. or And so they have these issues. These have these yeah. inse- insecure attachment issues. Trauma. Yeah, it's interesting. Trauma. But that's a, that's a good pod to go listen to. It's called uh, Modern Wisdom. Okay, and then he also was talking about will success make you happy? And he talks about like how some of the most depressed people are the, some of the most successful, rich people. And he said, you can become happy if you're successful, but it doesn't, I mean, if you're successful, it doesn't make you happy. I think it gives you more resources to be like more free and happy to do what you want. But yeah. You definitely need the mental tools and be aware of the mental tools. That's why I really like that uh, Tools of Titans book. I always fucking talk about that book or Tribe of Mentors book because all those guys are very successful people. And they talk about what they do to keep their uh, minds healthy. They talk about meditation and they're eating healthy and all that other shit. Really good. Really good uh, stuff. Okay. What else do we got, ladies and gentlemen? We got some Twitter juice. We got oh, some yeah. Twitter juice from Jay. Shit. Jay's Twitter juice. Some of it gets a little dark that we can't talk <laughs> about here because we'll get canceled. <laughs> 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 the last one he reading? said it's just a joke it's just a joke <laughs> wouldn't care if i had gay children they would do whatever they want in that foster home <laughs> and that's jx for you ladies and gentlemen no, oh, i said that to you because i know you think like that bitch. <laughs> oh definitely no i don't bitch what would you do if your kid was gay for i would real. support him no seriously what if i would support him <laughs> what would you no do cap. what would you do i, I would sell say, him like I you did say, your dog i'd say where did i go <laughs> wrong <laughs> No, because you, that's not it. It is. You're born with it or not. No, you're not. You don't believe that. I think it's from foods. A lot of foods with... <laughs> with so what foods make you gay? Soy. 
<laughs> soy boys bananas <laughs> no that's soy potassium soy huh? soy no but for real people are born with it i think no that's i don't a... think it is dude <laughs> dude it's from the technology were, were people mean? gay 800 years ago yeah you don't know how do you know you don't either they could have been sucking on their knobs no i'm saying were they were we dinosaurs gay <laughs> is there any is there gay animals there has to be right I don't know. I don't know either. You have a computer in front of you, bud. Okay. Google it. Oh, fine. <laughs> can animals be gay? Yeah, low key. Hey Siri, can <sighs> animals be homosexual? <laughs> I found this on the web. Can animals be gay? Just roll up. Okay, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We'll figure this out real quick here. Let's let's see, and see. I'm not saying it's wrong. I like girls who are gay. So you're thinking every gay person has had a fucked up past or ate shitty food? <laughs> no. Yes, I don't think so either. I've, I mean, <laughs> we got to bring gay bonobos. Bonobos. A much cited example is that of bonobos. Bonobos are a sister species to chimpanzees, and such are among our closest animal relatives. They use sex in quite different ways to chin chimpanzees, however. Sometimes described as the apes who make love, not war. In bonobos, sexual contact, like genital rubbing, is used to greet friends, de-escalate conflicts. See, I like that. <clears throat> Greeting, greeting girls with some a little bit of genital Rubber. rubbing. And cement relationships. They seemingly do not di discriminate based on sex with female, female, and male, male pairings. Individuals do not... Wait, they do not discriminate based on sex with female, female, and male, male pairings are common in the bonobos. Okay, They're also promiscuous rather than monogamous, having many short-term pairings. The Japanese makiks... Um, birds. Birds have same sexual behavior as very much not limited to primates. Some of the most famous examples have been found in birds. One, one pair of male chinstrap penguins at Central Park Zoo, Roy and Silo, became celebrities when they attempted to incubate an egg together and later successfully reared an adopted chick. Same-sex parenting has also been observed in snow geese, where females pair up to raise offspring both. Okay, so there's plenty of gay animals out there. Well, a there few. There you go, Art. Yeah. A few. So I think your little... Uh, theory. Your little theory here. I wasn't saying any, anything was wrong with gay people. I so what would you do if your child was gay? I'd just have to accept them. <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> what am I going to do? Give them away? <laughs> I mean, I think people are born with it still. Really? I think they are, dude. I think they are. Because you talk to some certain kids or certain people who are gay, it's like... You're definitely gay. Yeah. Like, well, I, feel I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to say, it's hard to say. I believe. Like I said, it's hard. To, if you say you believe in something, that means you're shutting the door on everything else. So it's hard to say you believe in anything. Believe in jujitsu because it yeah. fucking works. Obviously. Um. Yeah. So. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> on with it. Nurse charged with six counts of murder following fatal car crash Did you hear in Los Angeles. Mm -mm. She was speeding. And she like ran into uh there's like a video she was oh, like speeding fast on as purpose fuck, i guess and but i guess she has a she has a record of like speeding a lot and so she, she killed how many people six wow i think she killed a lady that was pregnant too fuck. that so, baby and then she had another kid in there too so what happens to her she she got convicted for fucking murder bro for life 90 years to life in prison did you guys watch that uh that Woodstock 
Oh yeah, I watched like three episodes. That's crazy, huh? I think there was only three. Oh really? Two hundred fifty thousand people just fucking raging. And then Limp Biscuit came on singing Break mm-hmm. Stuff and yeah. Kid Rock, American Badass. And then the whole, the whole crowd just went anarchy and started burning everything down, tearing yeah. apart the stage. That part where they were like going to the other, uh, the hangar or whatever, having parties and how they were explaining it, how they were uh-huh. saying everybody's fucked up on drugs, everybody's fucking each other. But that was fun. Jesus. That's fucking just Tim's pure paradise. anarchy. Yeah. Uh, this is another subject I want to talk about is, uh, I mean, I've always said it. a lot of people want to be fighters for the wrong reasons. They want to be cool. Uh, they want pussy from it, which I, which I understand. I mean, it does. The thing is it does, bro. If you're, you go to a fight, you fight after you win after you're going to be able to get pussy. I mean, you think so? I don't think so. I know a, so do you, how do you know? <laughs> you think it attracts a certain girl though? Like she has to know about MMA because girls. Yeah. Like, well, I, girls are always like, you better like know how to fight type shit or what? No, some <laughs> girls don't give a fuck. That I feel so like weird. deep down they, they kind of all do. It's kind of primal yeah. Yeah. For, for them to want that. I feel like as you a know? man, you should know how to defend yourself, right? Should, should. I mean. Or no. Dude, and then you hear the whole Leandro Lowe thing. It's like. It's scary. Fucking so gun. So are we just Boop. learning how to fight for no reason? No, because we could come in contact with people, no weapons. You're either getting your ass whooped or you're doing the ass whooping. So Yeah, but yeah. you never know, especially here in AZ, who has a gun. Everyone. You know, road rage. I know, it's road rage. Thing. I think about that too. Do you have a gun? I do. What do you have? A little, uh, gl- I think it's a 9mm pistol. We should get some ARs. <laughs> Chong <laughs> AR. Really? That motherfucker should not own AR. <laughs> Tell you that much right now. <laughs> God damn it, you didn't put a camera on you, Jay. <laughs> no. Scared. Come on. I can move it right now. Please. Yeah, move it. Okay. Um, this is one I, w- I want to talk about. If this is a, and this is a good thing. This can be about other shit too, not just fighting. Something you're you're passionate or you say you're passionate about. You ask yourself this. If you got absolutely no fame out of it, if you got absolutely no fame out of fighting, would you continue to do it? That's a good question to ask yourself. If you got no fame out of it, would you continue to do it? A lot of people would say no because they want that. They want to be famous. They want to be cool. They want people to look at them like they're some certain way or not even just with fighting, with anything. Well, look at jujitsu. I feel like many people train it because how it makes them feel and they don't care about being famous from it. Yeah, exactly. They don't even want to compete. I mean, yeah, that's the way it was really with fighting for me. I really just loved fighting. I was obsessed with all these different martial arts and just learning them, watching videos at home, just learning them, going to practice. Um, I mean, that was a good one. A good question for younger fighters too, asking yourself, should I fight? What's the reason you're wanting to fight? To be cool, to get fame out of it, then don't fight. That's what not was your good. reason? That has mm, to be oh, a my, little bit. My reason was to get pussy and to be able to whoop some ass. Yeah, really? but still, you, you grew to love the probably feeling of hard training. Yes. And after. I mean, I'm obsessed with it, bro. It's it, fucking it, hard to... Because why did you join? Me? Yeah. Jiu-jitsu. Because uh, of my brother, my older brother. He started He's training. Or what? He started training, and then he would like want to just wrestle a little bit and fucking would put me in chokes. And you were sick of it. And I, I was sick of it. <laughs> I said, I need to learn this. But when we were younger, you we used to you put peop- we used to put each other in rear nakeds and choke each other out and didn't even know what jujitsu was. Just what's it just called? Just put each other out. <laughs> and just giggle. Just, or- yeah, just, <laughs> just giggle. Wake up. I wonder what that did to my brain. Oh, yeah. Fucked it up. Twisted it up a bit. 
I, think, sure. I think I joined because I, I heard Joe Rogan talk about it. Mm. Yeah. 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 Motherfucker made it a huge. Yeah. Huge. Uh, let's see here. We could go to some principles books that we could go over here. Uh, Ray Dalio. Some Ray Dalio. Some uh, radically. This Dude, this book is good. In the middle of the book, it's called Ray Dalio Principles. I've talked about it quite a bit in like older pods. Um, he talks about being radically open-minded and how fucking important it is and how how important it is to be surrounded by people that are like radically open-minded different people with different abilities working well together create the most powerful machines to do to produce achievements it is the ability to effectively explore different points of view and different possibilities without letting your ego or your blind spots get in the way i mean it's easy to say i mean it's easy to say yeah i do that but it's like fuck dude that's harder than you think it is the ability to effectively explore different points of view and different possibilities without letting your ego or your blind spots get in the way. Like everything I believe in constantly looking for things that agree with it. But if yeah. you're smart, you'd be looking for people that disagree that are also very smart and really listen to their point of view and really try to find out the truth. Well, it's hard. Cause I feel like all the stuff we're studying is like, so right. And everything we think is right. <laughs> I like that's that. the same way people that are religious exactly yeah you know exactly what I mean? that's but, a close-minded fella right there. but i, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> is it close-minded because i was open-minded enough i was raised religious and i wanted to see a different yeah. way i mean when it comes to eating healthy exercise and it's just it, something and, general, and meditation just that's not you can't really debate against that yeah it's almost facts at this point right it is fact <laughs> Some people would debate against med there's scientists out there that would debate against meditation. But what, what about just eating it? clean? Oh, like, I mean you can't, can't argue with that. You can't argue with that. Eating good organic but then, foods. Then they start then they start arguing like, "Oh, do you need to eat organic or do you need to eat? Yeah. Do you need but, to be a vegan?" But yeah. I like what Dan Garner said. I liked his um the dirty 12, dirty dozen. Oh yeah. What foods are the most heavily sprayed of with pesticides that you should buy organic? The rest of the stuff's okay. Um <sighs> I mean, that kind of stuff. Okay. You can, of course, do all these things alone. But if you've understood anything about the concept of radical open-mindedness, it should be obvious that going it alone will take you so far. We all need others to help us triangulate and get the best possible decisions and help us see our weaknesses objectively and compensate for them. More than anything else, your life is affected by the people around you and how you interact with each other. Okay. Move on here. Yeah, the first part of this book, I mean, he's like, he runs billion dollar businesses. So he talks about his process of of building a team. Um, he, he talks about some other shit too. Like this one, even he says, have clear goals. A, pri prioritize. While you, have, while you can have virtually anything you want, you can't have everything you want. Don't, don't confuse goals with desires. Decide what you really want in life by reconcealing your goals and desires. Don't mistake the trappings of success for success itself. Never rule out a goal because you think it's unattainable. Remember that great expectations create great capabilities. These aren't even the. What, what are your desires? Uh, pussy every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, seriously though. <laughs> no, me too. I mean, why, why do we like it so much? Is it an addiction? Do we do? Is it because we can get it too? Yes, I think so. Or can you? <laughs> I don't know about Tim. <laughs> hey, you little fuckers. 
<laughs> you saw what happened yesterday. <laughs> Tell the people what happened yesterday. Well, that whole mall was smelling like pussy. No, it's just jokes. Explain what happened no. yesterday. No. No. Me on. and Mariah made sweet, beautiful love yesterday. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Did you? Yeah. you what that, happened after? You got that dog in you? <laughs> I do. You know what we actually did? Really? After that little interaction, yeah. And that's why you couldn't. I wonder who would have the highest uh, testosterone here in the room right now. Have you seen the fucking size, <laughs> you see the of size of me? Let's, let's go stand in the mirror and I'll take off Have you seen shirts. the size of me lately? <laughs> yeah, you're looking, you're looking a little bigger. Looking like you bumped up to a medium. Okay. About 165 now. <laughs> Hell no. 145. 65. Okay. <laughs> Understand that people are wired very differently. People tend to see the same situations in dramatically different ways depending on how their brains were wire wired when they were younger. Hold on, I'm trying to get to these parts that are really good. Fuck. It's hard. I mean, it's hard fucking hanging out with your parents or adults or or people that are like in the corporate world that are acting this certain way. Like down. Or, no, or parents and older school people that are stuck in their ways. And especially it's hard with your parent because your parent looks at you as their little kid. They don't look at you as someone who's like, oh, maybe that little, maybe they know something I don't. Maybe some parents do, but most parents are like, no, he's just a little. But it's like, dude, kids these day, this day and age are fucking smart at a young age because they've had, I mean, they're online. They're online yeah. and all over. Yeah, but I, I don't think parents will take you seriously until you build something that they respect and then then they'll kind of be like, like oh maybe you need to build a business and then they're like oh he does have a little bit of yeah, brains to him maybe i should listen to him a little bit hmm. but for the most part they just look at you like you're kind of idiotic yeah um okay here we go having integrity demanding others um God. You have nothing to talk about today, boss? <laughs> no, I'm talking about my book. No, I actually do have a bunch of questions on Patreon. That, that is a good book. Uh, it's a fucking good book. I'm pissed me off I didn't come in more prepared here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> tomorrow, though, I think tomorrow we're going to be recording episode 200 with Jake Paul on there. So that one should pop. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see exactly. <laughs> when I read that book, I, I think I underlined in every single page. Just highlight the whole book. Huh? Yeah, it was full of gems. Yeah, check it out. Maybe I'll do a little review on uh, Patreon. Yeah, on Patreon. Well, well, one thing I want to talk about is uh, toxic relationships. Okay. And and how many people have gone through them? Like people that come into my shop, they they kind of start opening up to me about their relationships, and uh, I think at least I know everybody has been through at least one like just fucking roller coaster of a ride. And I know Jay has. Not me. Are you in one right now? <laughs> yeah, are you still in one? No, 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 no. I said an NDA. <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Uh, have you I mean, ever been in one? Dude, I've been, I know, have you I've been with Mariah for 12 years. And has so it ever been toxic? So you A little really, dicey? <laughs> <laughs> so you've never really been in a relationship with anybody else, huh? I have a couple other girls. A, name, a girl named Tasha and a girl named Amy. Call them up right now. Yep. I wish I could. That'd, <laughs> That'd be, be good. fire. And I'll say, where did I go wrong? <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I was so young at that time. We're in high school, and then we were in college, and then after college, I got the relationship with Mariah. So not really that toxic. But say you and the For one real. you've been through, yeah. and how cute the girl is and sexy, yeah. and how good was her little act of like 
was she good at acting perfect and yeah. oh, healthy foods and i'm this namaste no when i first met her it wasn't like that namaste. She, she was you know the opposite and I, I i made her like that from slap fish oh so we <laughs> oh, it's not okay okay come on now keep it in but what <laughs> but uh, no I, I made her how you she made her the demon she is oh she was the demon since she was young oh yeah. really For real. from a traumatic uh experience with her dad father Re- really really leaving her oh, okay age, so, so the attachment issue <laughs> i thought you could say something else huh <gasps> i thought you were safe okay keep going but i think the trauma at a young age everybody has it to different degrees and when people get older and they get in these relationships and there's jealousy and all that it fucking creates a whirlwind of emotions Mm -hmm. and uh, especially with the phone and the social media it just kind of heightens it but i mean well dude especially when a girl gets i mean all that attention on social media from posting sexiness yeah and her attention comes from that i'm like that'd be i don't know what do you think of that jay I'm so glad Mariah's not like just social media's her life and she's yeah. always thinking about it. And I'm like, fuck, that would be hard to date someone like that. I feel yeah, like she's mm-hmm. just like addicted to all the attention, obviously. And she probably never felt that good. So she keeps doing it, obviously, like all the yeah. little IG thoughts. And, and you know what? The more attractive the girl that I've been with, I notice the more insecure they are. Like every little thing they're so insecure about. It's weird. Even even though they get so much external validation, mm-hmm. they're so like worried about everything, and yeah, it's it's odd. I'm not sure why. Yeah, why so that like is. I mean, especially when you first meet a girl, they're so easy, they're sexy, and they're putting on this act, this little perfect act, and then this is like, then slowly the demons start coming out. Slowly the real person starts coming out. You're like, holy fuck! Well, the red flags come out, and if you don't know how to look for those. And you, you get, you're going to get caught and you're going to get attached. Well, especially if they have good puss. Especially if it's good sex. And mm-hmm. it's just fucking, you're doing everything. Like what kind of shit? <laughs> so like, <laughs> Some anal shit or what? Dark. Holy shit. Okay, we hit a couple. Uh, I missed a couple <laughs> questions on Patreon, but I'm doing one every week and answering all the questions. So there's a solo pod every week on Patreon that's going up. And they, they get pretty juicy, which is good. But I missed a couple. So LL Puff Daddy says, my girlfriend just moved in with me. In my head, I imagine we were going to be banging like 24-7, whereas in reality, it's like four to five times a week. And a lot of me asking, trying to get her in the mood and getting shut down. How do I deal with being horned up all the time? And to top it off, she's walking around in her thong, just turning me on. Art? Well, I think four to five times a week, if you're fucking, that's not bad. Like you want to save good. some chi. You don't want to be busting every day, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're training hard as fuck. There's no need to be fucking every day. Like, yeah. save, save the chi. Um, A little bit. Un- unless you do that, like uh, semen, like you fuck them and, and don't come. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe you could use that extra testosterone and start working out a little bit. Use some of that to start, I mean, training. And then maybe get that girl a magic wand. Mm. I mean, once once girls find those magic wands, does ne- uh, does uh, your girl have a magic wand? Not a magic wand, but she has a dildo or a vibrator. Sorry, 
Same shit. And right. some big dildos. <laughs> big black dildo. Um, no, but that magic wand, I mean, there's a reason it's oh. supposedly been the number one sex toy in 10 years. Really? But that thing vibrates the puss good. Yep. I can tell you that much. Even when you're having sex, you can use it when you're having sex with them, or they'll use it by themselves. Uh, what else? Or at the same time. <clears throat> Wait, but how does that solve his problem? <laughs> then just to get her because in the mood? yeah, maybe she'll really, really like that and she be like, "Damn, I came hard from that. I want to do that more." And maybe it'll turn her on more and motivate her to do it more compared to. I mean, girls take so fucking long to warm up. Mm-hmm. They they do. I mean, we can get our boners and start pounding within seconds. Girls take what a you, long what time. What do you do yeah. when Mariah's not in the mood? Just beat her? Uh, just force it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I fucking... Jack off. I mean, if she's not in the mood, not, then I'm not in the mood. It, what makes me in the mood is when she's really in the mood, you know? Just, That's cat. And <laughs> if, she, if I'm in the mood and she's not in the mood, then I'll go watch my phone or I'll just go do some... Just go, Jay. What's your favorite category? Go my spank bank. <laughs> I like to favorite have, have category. Have you been off much? I haven't been jacking it too much, honestly. Yeah, me neither. I don't know why. I haven't been. Do, I haven't had a good jack session in a minute. But favorite uh, <laughs> favorite <laughs> tags. Let's say favorite categories. G. All, I mean, sometimes I like th- uh, thicker milfs. I don't really like the the porn that the girls are so hot that it just seems like fake. I mean, I like real look, realistic looking girls. Well, real you. I mean, if you're fucking hot girls like that, which I you, am. Are you? Um, no, I bounce around. Honestly, there's not one tag I st- I, I do more than tag. <laughs> so you know your old tag. What is it? Section. And and you you said you don't like the um, Pornhub because it's too PG. <laughs> no, you still have magazines too. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of maximum. So you're like you're like in the dark shit. No, I mean if you're three jacks in, <laughs> then you might be getting a little crazy on that three shit. Jacks. Remember Luke? Oh my <laughs> god! Oh god! I'm trying to think. Hello, Puff Daddy. How do I deal with being horned up all the time? Yeah, just, maybe work out more. Yeah. Um, buy her a magic wand, LL Puff, and just uh, get things going there, brother. Charles. Hey Tim, would you recommend being a true blue belt in jujitsu before taking an amateur fight? What's the level of jujitsu you see in most amateur MMA fighters? I mean, you got to know what you're doing, and it depends the level of the MMA fight too. There's uh, amateur MMA promotions that are just really lower level. They're gonna have lower level gyms that are in those, so it depends. But if you're wanting to fight in a a LFA or even around here, there's rough MMA. Um, There's a, a a bunch of good ones around here, but you. You're going to be fighting people from real gyms and people from real gyms are going to have their fighters very prepared for the fight so depending on the level of show i would definitely probably recommend being at least a blue belt i mean you got to know how to defend the neck you got to know how to get out of when someone has your back you got to know the proper escape when someone has you in mount you got to know an escape um when someone has you in side control, you got to know how to escape. So you have to know all your escapes at least and have a handful of stand-ups. Because if you don't know how to stand up, you get taken down, you're going to be there the rest of the round. you got to learn how to stand up too and stand up the right way. So I would definitely recommend being a blue belt at least, and then you'll go in there with a little bit more confidence. Uh, Swan, hey, Timbo, any advice you'd give someone who is just starting off in jiu-jitsu? Things like what to focus on and ways to improve. What would you boys say? Fundamentals. Yeah, just mount escapes. 
If you have a good coach, just listen to your coach. Don't try yeah. to fucking skip around and do fancy, yeah. fancy shit. Yeah, listen to your coach. And then I would say just like when you're sitting out or when you're injured or when you can't, you don't really want to train, come in there and watch what the higher belts are doing. Sit there and watch their their the way they put pressure on people on top, the way they, what their feet do on certain passes. You can watch a higher belt do a lot of things. You can get a lot out of it. Or you can go online and watch the, depending on what rule set you're doing, IBJJF World Championships, watch some highlights, watch some stuff. But you got to be careful online because everyone's posting shit online. And it's fancy shit. It's stuff that really, at in the World Championships, at a really top level, it, that stuff really doesn't work. You don't see it. So wasting your time doing it, in my opinion, can be pointless. Just being consistent, too. That's like the only way you're going to get better. Yeah, it really is. Up. I mean, two days a week, it's going to be hard to get really better. You might stay the same. You, your your climb is going to be slow. At least three times a week, if you want to be a professional at jiu-jitsu, you should be doing, I mean, at least five, six, seven times a week if you want to be professional. Because yeah. in these big tournaments, there's people that are training two times a day, three times a day. They're training a lot. Yeah, I saw that Colabate, that young kid. He was posting his like schedule of training. He was doing like four hours a day mm -hmm. of jujitsu. Mm -hmm. Has a whole nutrition team behind him. Like, if you want to be that high level, you you're gonna have to do that if you want to compete. Yeah, eventually. Yep, hundred percent. Um, dream podcast guest. Who would it be, Jax? Kanye. Damn, really? That's a good oh, one. Yeah. It's a good one. I never even thought about that. What about you? I would want a uh, Tim Ferriss. No, I mean that'd be kind of cool, kind of cool. But I want some. I want someone who talks some shit. I would like to get like a, a one where Trump and he just let loose. We can <laughs> talk about funny. what drugs he does. Yeah, what he does when he gets horned up for puss. Um, his kind of routines, the shit he's into. Like an X-rated one with Trump would be yeah. funny, where he's just letting loose. What you are, Alex Jones? Uh, mm, probably Paul. Just having a good chat with Paul. Yeah, just picking his brain. I know he can go off on some shit. I mean, he's fucking, he's good. Okay, let's see another question here. Are you into many conspiracy theories? Art, are you? Uh, actually, yeah. Like what? I think the Earth is flat. <laughs> Shut the fuck <laughs> no. up. Um, I think there's a bunch of conspiracy theories that about the government, dude. There's some higher up powers, and you'll even hear Tate talk about this. People run in the fucking the U.S. who are just they're wanting to do some dirty shit. They just want the power, you know. I I think that's a big conspiracy. Some people believe it. Some people don't. I mean, that one's that's not even that big of a conspiracy. I feel oh, like it's that's big. is it? I mean, I feel like that's more well like kind of common some sense. Is there a lot of people just like nope, nope, nope? Everything's sure, in line. Dude. Everything's they're in just line. Everything. They're in yeah. the Matrix. Yeah, there is that. There is that. What about you, Tim? What was the question? <laughs> conspiracy theories. Do you believe in it? Uh, I'm always so interested in conspiracy theories. Like every single one of them, I'm like, damn, that could be true. Could not be true also. Every single one of them, I'm like, fuck. But there's none I'm really like. One's that fucking, the vaccine though. The one I feel like that is kind of a conspiracy I mean, I don't want to take this fucking off YouTube, so I won't talk about no, that. No, let's, let's go into it. No, because that's <laughs> fucking dumb. <laughs> now, the vaccines are bullshit. Yeah. What about aliens? There's definitely aliens. 
I mean, what's considered an alien? Is is there going to be a mosquito on another planet? There could be, probably. What do you think, Art? For sure there's aliens. <laughs> I think... Uh, no, there's not for sure. No, there's no, nothing there for is. sure. There I've is. seen them, dude, on a mushroom trip. Same. That's... Okay, so you're going to believe all the Bible because it was written on mushrooms? Was it? Yeah. I'm not Some believing say. it because it was that. I experienced that. Serious? Um, yeah. Saw about 20 aliens. What color were they? They were like half, half clear and half like human skin. It was weird. It's interesting. <laughs> uh, Marlon, Dominic... Cruz, I mean, probably Marlon's going to win five rounds this weekend. Cheeto's got a lot of confidence going into the fight. He's younger. He's probably, his body's probably a little bit more healthy and durable. Yeah. I mean, Dom, let's see if he can figure out Dominic Cruz, though. It's going to be in a big cage, bouncing around. Um, I mean, I feel like Dominic's tricks, he's really solid everywhere, but I feel like his movement is kind of predictable. I would think uh, Dom's going to try and wrestle him, right? That's what Frankie did. He was taking... Down yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Bit. I mean, it, it doesn't look like Cheeto fights the takedown super hard because he trusts in his guard. Yeah. But I feel like Dominic's going to be good enough to square up his hips, punch him a few times, cover his hips. Punch him a few times, cover his hips. He'd be good at that, I feel like, if he wanted to. So that could be the possibility then, uh, for sure. They put out like a, a countdown type thing on them, and Dom was like wrestling a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, five rounds. You got to be careful, though. You'll fucking empty your tank quick. And then uh, shortly after that, August 20th, August 20th, we got Kamaru Usman, Leon Edwards. I mean, Kamaru Usman's just so big. The second dude. fight, though. How, how would the first one go? I don't even remember. Uh, I guess I, they fought a long time ago. I don't remember either. Um, Yeah, I'm gonna, I am gonna. just can't pick against Kamaru Usman. He's just in it right now. But then there's going to get a point, too. I always talk about this. is like when, when people are champions so long and they keep winning so long. They get bored or what? I mean, they don't get bored, but maybe you're okay. You're you're defending the title for the fourth time. You're like, God, my body's a little beat up. I'm getting older. I'm gonna not train as hard, really. And then you go knock the person out. Like, oh, that worked great. So now the next fight, I'm gonna not really train as hard. Maybe you can take a little bit more out, and maybe you win, maybe you don't. But then that person's training like it's the last fight of their fucking life. They're yeah. in shape, ready for a hard 25 minutes. But I think Kamaro's gonna be there. I mean, his cardio is sick as fuck. They've been going back and forth so much. Um, Probably definitely the best striker, I mean, Leon's fight. Dude, it's crazy how much of a genetic freak he is. Like, even his brother who just fought, how yeah. big that fucker is. Yeah. Huge. Just scary as fuck. Paulo Costa, Luke Rockhold. I mean, God, I want to see Paulo Costa win. I haven't seen much on the training of him or where he's training or anything, but I'd love to see him uh, knock Luke out. Luke Rockhold's fun to watch, though. That dude's fucking skilled, athletic, tall as fuck, sick jujitsu. He's got a really cool style to watch. So I'm pumped to watch those guys fight. Jose Aldo Marab. Oh, fuck. I feel like Jose Aldo's going to win. Jose Aldo's so hard to take down. I don't even know how many times he's been taken down in the UFC, but it's not many. Versus Marab. Um, three rounds though that changes a little bit. Those rounds slide away so quick when some motherfucker takes you down. He's got a strong grip and just holds you against the fence. Maybe kicks your calf, maybe fucking just humps you a little bit. But the rounds go away quick. You cannot let Marab get his hands locked around your back because you're going to be there for a while. On uh, and then prelims on that fight: Leonardo Santos, Jared Gordon, 
Sean Woodson, Luis Saldana. That's it. Did you see yeah. the contender shit yesterday? Oh, yeah, Clayton win. Did he get a contract? Yeah, he got a contract. Oh, he did? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, good for him. They didn't give Bo Nico one because he's just like 2-0. and and Dana was like, I want to see him fight again against like a tougher guy, basically. So what did Bo Nickel do in the fight? Um, I just seen the highlight. I think he just rear naked choked that guy. Took him down, took it was, his like, back, choked him. Rear naked choke too, but I mean, and it was in the first round. Yeah, yeah. He can't give Bo Nickel a contract right now. You just can't because okay, there's only a certain amount of fights that you're going to give him to where it's like he's going to be able to get back. In the UFC, you you got motherfuckers like Jared Cannonier. You got guys like Luke Rockhold, and mm-hmm. or are they fighting at two hundred five now? I don't know what uh, what weight is Bo Nickel. Middleweight. Oh, middleweight. Yeah, so middleweight. You got Luke Rock. You got you got these guys that are sharp as fuck. He's a stud, but I don't think it's going to hurt at all to give the kid an extra year or two years to keep developing. But some people are like, he's not even going to really develop because he's training at his own gym. But, but I'm sure he's going to bring in coaches. He's smart enough to bring in coaches. And he sees, obviously, you look at the champion, Israel Adesanya, and you need to be fucking good as fuck on your feet too. So that'll be fun watching him keep fighting. He'll probably get something similar that to Mackenzie Dern got where they're the UFC is kind of still paying him to get fights outside the UFC. They're still giving him money. Um, and then let him get better and get in the UFC, and that'll be sweet to watch because that kid's a fucking freak for sure. Um, heading to Montana next week, Sunday through Thursday. I haven't, seen, nice. I haven't seen my mom and sister for psh, fucking years, dude. It's fucking sad thinking about that. And I'm going to see my dad, see my brother. Looking forward to the trip a little bit. I mean, looking forward to seeing my family, but always traveling. It's like, fuck. I know. How many years has it been since you saw your mom? My mom, dude? Probably five or six. Damn. Which is fucked. Yeah, dude. It's crazy. You were like mid-20s since you saw her last time? Yeah. The last time she came down, I'm trying to think what gym I was at. The last time she came down, we were at before the garage. So we were at Jen's. I never met her. We were at Jen's, yeah. Yeah, and you have a sister. Sister, she hot. Who's How married? Uh, she's twenty. She's three years younger than me. Damn, that's crazy that my sister's twenty nine. She's twenty nine. Huh? Yeah. Your your uh, brother's life seems like it's a pretty sweet life. Yeah, he's got it dialed in pretty good. I mean, he's got his goats. He, he he's got a sweet place in Montana and kind of right near the mountains. He's just got new land. He's building a new house, but he's got these pack goats that he has trained for when he kills an animal. They help him pack the elk off the mountain. Um, and and he's my brother's six years older than me, so he's thirty eight, and he's able to retire right now if he wanted to from the fire department and then get paid the rest of his life. So yeah, he's he's got it dialed in up there. It's nice. Yeah, so you leave and then I leave. I think week after that. The week after that, Mexico. Oh, you do, huh? Yeah. So I don't. We should plan the pods. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else we got in the news? Anything? Anything coming? That up? guy. Remember, I sent you that article. Of that guy. Let me see, let me pull it up. It's uh the guy who plays the Flash. I guess he had like girls held captive and shit. Uh, no way. He was fucking yeah. them. Some weird shit. Hold on. Some shit you would do. Some shit you would do for real. No cap. Yeah, it's crazy. Like those stories about Epstein, dude. It's kind of similar, but like it gave that's like, like the higher ups you're talking about. Yeah, they they're just invincible. Invisible. Invincible. Yeah, invincible. Invincible. <laughs> I 
Um, that fucked up. The comic. Yeah, dude, that power. I mean, they're just like fuck. we can do whatever the fuck we want because the, we're not going to go to jail. But eventually, you did. And they're probably just scamming so much money. I bet that's hard to resist. Oh fuck yeah! What's hard to resist? What Sk- money? The money. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, Bo Nickel finished finished middleweight Zach Barago in sixty two seconds on the on the Dana White series. He's one and oh, two and oh now. Fought a kid that was three and oh, made it look really easy. White said, Let's get him one more fight and let's test him. Get past gets past that with fine colors. We bring him in and we give him a fight in the UFC. I think only one guy has come in at like one no and did anything, and I think it was Brock Lesnar, to be honest with you. I don't remember. Brock was something like that. So yeah, he's a stud. If he if he wasn't who he is, and if he wasn't a three thousand to one favorite, I would never sign him at one one and oh. I wouldn't do it. I don't know else what else he could have done to look any better. He looked incredible. The only reason I didn't sign him tonight is because he's 2-0. Like I said, we got eight more weeks of this. Why not have him fight here again? And you know what I mean? It just makes sense. Yeah, I mean, Dana White Contender Series, they're probably going to try to sign him right away for another one because you know Bellator is going to come at him with some offers. And if Contender Series is paying him, say, a bottom, bottom Contender Series 12-12, and 12, and then Bellator comes at him and says, hey, Bo, we'll sign you right now for 50 and 50 per fight. or And then go up 10 grand each fight. So 60, 60, 70, 70, then we'll renegotiate. It's, it'd be hard, kind of hard to pass up. But if his goal is to be the UFC champion, then this is what he's got to do. He said that in an interview. He's like, I know that's my goal, so I don't mind taking another fighter and keep building. Yeah. Keep getting better. Probably not strapped for cash either. Yeah, for sure not. For sure not. You guys been listening to good pods, watching any good shows? Did you watch the show uh, Most Hated Man on the Internet? Uh-uh. It's a good one. I haven't been watching any shows, really. Uh, pods, I've been listening to Paul's. Um, watch a lot of flow. Watch a lot of flow. Did you Dude. watch that Gordon Ryan match? Yeah, I did. Pena? It's crazy. And you just Dude, quit? I mean, he's like, oh, he just quit. It's like, Dude. He was looking good as fuck. Yeah, he was. Gordon wasn't even close to passing his guard in 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're that same day, the morning of a morning of a match where you have to go no time limit, and you find out you're one of your mentors, one of your really good friends, one mm-hmm. someone who taught you like almost all your jujitsu. They got murdered. I mean, you're gonna cry. You're gonna be sad and you know how much i mean you guys know how much that zaps your energy mm-hmm. you, it literally takes your power away it's weird not making that excuse because gordon is good as fuck who knows what happened he could have been just breaking it could have been an excuse but i don't think so i mean yeah i think yeah the same thing he just quit because he just wasn't he i guess he had told him before like yo can we just do a 30 minute match when he yeah. found out like leandro passed and and yeah. what would happen in the 30 minute match yeah. Fuck. Depending on the rules, Felipe could have won. But yeah, yeah. I mean, Gordon's such a fucking savage, dude. He's such a savage. He's for, huge for him as fuck. to put up a hundred k to Felipe's ten k, like to be that confident. And you've fuck. already lost to the guy twice. Yeah. yeah. Felipe was looking good though. Huh? His guard retention <laughs> to fifty fifty. It was. Yeah. It was nice. It was, dude. That was such a sick guard Felipe had. Holy yeah. fuck, that was impressive. Fifty minutes. Fuck, I wanted to watch that match keep going. Hopefully it happens again. Uh, I think they're going to be in the same division, ADCC. Yeah, I was about to say. Fuck, I can't wait for ADCC. There's going to be some crazy fucking matches, dude. Are you, are you going to go to that? When is it watch? again? Probably not. I'll probably watch it at home. When it's is it? um, either in September October? 22nd, yeah, I think. September. Um, 
But, dude, it's going to be interesting to watch Nikki Rod versus Gordon because Nikki probably knows quite a bit of Gordon's tricks. I mean, Nikki's going to be the superior wrestler for sure. And the ADCC rule set, dude, it's like the last three minutes, you kind of are forced to wrestle. There's some tactical ways you can pull guard, but you're going to be kind of forced to wrestle. And then it's going to go to overtime, and then you're going to kind of be forced to wrestle again. So it's it's fucking entertaining. I think Gordon still like beats him. Yeah. By pulling guard, yeah, Fuck. Pull, pulling guard in the first three minutes and subbing him. I no. can see. I mean, like, dude, like that's like saying, like, I know your game, but dude, you fucking beat me up every time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Or are you talking about just because like the wrestling? Shit? And he's and he's super powerful, and he's trained with him before. Yeah, so he kind of he n- probably knows how and, he plays. And, yeah, and he'll probably really play to the rule set. It's right. gonna be interesting as fuck because you know Nicky Rod's. Fucking getting ready for Gordon. Yeah. That whole division, we should just look at the uh division. It's it? so stacked. Every single division. Um and it's pretty impressive how Gordon has a super fight and doesn't need to go in the brackets, but he's like, fuck it, I want to get double. Dude, he's so fucking crazy good. It's insane. It's and he's only insane. what, twenty seven? Is he even that old? I think yeah, he is. is yeah. Okay, so uh, is this is the I think the sixty six kilograms. There's the Kennedy Cobrinha's son, Gary Tonin, Fabricio Andre. That kid's fucking good. The, those little those young Brazilian Fabricio, kids. Yeah, yeah. No. the Galvo's buddies. We got AJ Agrizam, uh, Cole Abate, Diego Pato, Diego Reyes, Gio Martinez, Ethan Krelstein, Gabriel Souza, Keith Kikorian, Josh Cisneros, a local Josh Cisneros. I mean, if Josh Cisneros come goes there in shape. He's got a chance. It's crazy Gary Tonin's in that division, though. I mean, Gary Tonin in that division is like, fuck, dude. We'll see how he does at 66 kilograms. That's cutting quite a bit. But Josh Cisneros, I think, definitely has a chance to win. And he's a young buck, too. Uh, 77 kilograms, JT Torres, Hanato Canuto, Lucas Lepri, Mika Galvon, Lachlan Giles, Cade Rutolo, Dante Leon, Davey Ramos, Nicky Ryan, Alberto Six, Jimenez, Tommy Langecker, Oliver Taza, PJ Barch, William Tackett, Andy Varela. Damn. Jesus fuck, dude. Fucking stacked. 77 kilograms. You can't bet against JT Torres, though. I know. That motherfucker knows this rule set. And everyone says that JT Torres' grips are insanely strong. But he, man, he's what? like in his mid 30s now, right? Yeah. Early so 30s. He's primed up. Yeah. His gym is crazy, dude. Have you seen a, a vlog of it? Yeah. His new gym six. Sick, huh? It like reminds me of a just a little newer version of what we got here. Yeah. Um, but imagine seeing Mika Galvo versus JT Torres or Ooh, Cade Rutolo fuck. versus JT Torres. <laughs> Sweetness. And then 88 kilograms, Matthias Deans, Shanji Hibiero, Lucas Barbosa, Mason Fowler, Wegner Hosha, Ty Rutolo, Josh Hinger, Jacob Rodriguez, Giancarlo Bodoni, Isaac Bainese. Holy shit. I mean, Matthias Deans, it's going to be hard to count him out. But fucking Hulk Barbosa, dude, at 88 kilograms? That's crazy. Did he go down? Yeah. Wasn't he supposed to scrap? Yeah, yeah, and his guy pulled out. Or his guy got food poisoning the day of, who knows. But Lucas Barbosa at 193, fuck, he's going to be hard to beat. But Mason Fowler's an animal. Matthias Deans a fucking animal. Ty Rutolo, Jesus, I mean, it's going to be insane. If I had to pick someone to win, well, it would probably be Matthias Deans or Lucas Barbosa. And then 99 kilograms, Kanan Duarte, Rafael Lovato, 
Yuri Simos, Craig Jones, Pedro Marino, Nicholas Mirgali, Elder Cruz, Vinicius, Gazzola, Patrick Gaudio, um, Kyle Bohm, Devonta Johnson. But, uh, dude, look at Nicholas, Nicholas Mirgali. It's like, look how fucking good he, he looked against Lovato. Rafael Lovato, who's expert in the no-gi, professional MMA fighter, been doing no-gi his whole life. And then Nicholas Mirigali's been doing no-gi for five months or four months. So it's it's weird when Gordon's like, no-gi doesn't make your, I mean, gi doesn't make your no-gi better. Yeah. So, but his comeback to that would be, what if Nicholas was spending all that time he was training in the gi in the no-gi? But I'm sure, like, mm. so you're saying Mirigali never trained no-gi before that? I'm sure he did a little bit. That's what I'm saying. It's not yeah, like, I'm sure he did a little bit, but that, that kind of shows you. It's like if you get really fucking good in the gi, yeah. I mean, it, it, a lot of it transfers over. Yeah, mm. I know. Every time, like, if I do train a lot of gi and I go no gi, like, I feel slick, sharp, slicker. Yeah, like, sharp, I feel fast. Yeah, yeah, me too. You don't have to worry about, like, fucking grips. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's just sweet when people are good at both. It's like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm on a trip. This gym's only gi. It's like, sweet, I'm throwing gi and roll with these guys. Mm -hmm. On a trip, only no gi. Sweet, I can roll with you. Not mm -hmm. like, oh, I can't, I can't go in that gym because I only do no gi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why, like, even someone like Joe Rogan says, I don't use grips in the gi. I just don't use grips. It's like, <laughs> like how good are you? <laughs> you don't use any grips? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's good. He's got a lot of tricks. He's passionate about it. He's a smart guy. He's been yeah. with some good coaches. So I'm sure he's... But you roll with a, a good, good pretty gi decent guy. gi guy, you're gonna get passed. Oh, you don't use smoked. any grips. You smoked, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but people who do that, like those Rutolo brothers, they kind of bring a no gi style to in the gi, mm -hmm. and they just know what grips to break and when to. Yeah, it's so pretty sick. Know, it is sweet. Mm -hmm. And then uh, okay, here we go. Um, Ninety nine plus kilos. Gordon Ryan, Felipe Pena. Victor Hugo, Vinny Megalese, Joao Hocha, Orlando Sanchez, Cyborg, Nicky Rod. Um, those are kind of the big names there. Wow. I mean, Felipe, Cyborg, Nicky Rod. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, bro. It is crazy. It's going to be sweet. I'm excited for that. For real. Shit. <laughs> I remember chicks. when, like, no, remember when 10 Planet was, like, a big thing? Like, Everybody was like rubber guard, yeah, or yeah. dead orchard and shit. They're even talking about like, oh, like the the gi's not gonna exist later on. It was just like a little phase. Once people learned yeah. how to shut all that shit down, like yeah, it, it really went tenth, away quick. Huh? Yeah, the tenth planet hype kind of just boom. yeah. Well, I, I do think the gi is becoming less popular in the competition so? scene. I don't know, bro. Uh, yeah. well, because look at ADCC compared to like worlds and how many people are watching. Uh, like yeah, Nogi Worlds and stuff. Uh, I mean, even at Nogi Worlds, look. But ADCC is still so like is, was it made like at the same time IBJJF was made or no? I don't know. Is IBJJF sure. I think was in '96? I think. I feel like IBJJF has a more cult following. Let me look. You think IBJJF has a more cult following? You know, like first. I feel like ADCC though is like kind of like. The NBA or NFL, yeah, of, of jujitsu, yeah, for sure. But the I mean, fact so that was IBJJF, but you could be like a hobbyist and go in there, maybe oh, win yeah. a little local no. one. I don't know, like, like if you I, if you go to like a small city or something, IBJJF one, and oh, where, like an open, yeah, like an open, yeah, 
That's what I'm saying. I mean, even if you win any any IBJJF tournament, it's pretty it's, impressive. You kind of know that person is pretty good. Yeah. If you win a Naga tournament, you have no clue. Yeah, no. <laughs> Naga. It's like there's a good chance a bum could well, go at one point was Naga like like a good tournament to win. I don't know. Point? Honestly, I don't I have no idea. 19 it looks like 1998 was the first ADCC, so I think they did come around, around the same, same time, time, yeah. I don't know, there's just something about the gi, but it, it, like yeah. again, if you're doing the jiu-jitsu to become famous, but there's something about the gi, it's just so fun, dude. It's it's so fun. fun and tactical and you just get to be in the moment and thinking about the grip. Same with no gi though. I I mean, it's easy to be obsessed with both of those. I think if IBJJF like what do they pay their winners out or no? I or think barely, like, like ten grand, or ten shit. grand or something. ADCC so, is more like, all right, we're gonna pay you out if you win. I yeah, mean, even their payout's yeah. not crazy, but it's more than IBJJF. Yeah, I mean, IBJJF is such a rich organization. Like they're so fucking loaded. You think they could pay out the black belts more? Oh yeah. To wake it. I mean, oh, I'm sure, sure they could. How much money they make on all Her the tournaments? Fucking tournament, dude. You gotta be I a membership and all bank. that. Shit. Oh yeah, they're making banky bank. Yeah, we need to start one. Should, you should do some uh, tournaments here, some cage. A little invitational, I was thinking. Yeah. Maybe, sick. And I would wouldn't, wouldn't want to do it too many, too much shit because I don't want to fucking deal with a bunch of shit. But if we did each time, we did a little invitational, and it was one weight class, yeah, mm-hmm. one belt, eight man group, buy in, winner takes it all. That'd be fire. Simple. Fifty bucks and a gi. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 And then invitation only. So. What else? How's the art of recovery been going? It's been good, dude. Now you take insurance, huh? I do. So that that changed everything for me. I'm um, sure. I'm sure it's just like, that's fucking sweet, dude. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes people don't want to, uh, maybe they don't have the extra cash to spend for a membership. So mm-hmm. most most people have insurance and, you know, every insurance I could take, some of the processes are kind of annoying because it's a whole job in and of itself to like bill insurance Mm -hmm. so um but i mean that's the thing about sucks about kind of like our businesses if something happens in someone's life i mean our memberships are the first one they kill usually usually get rid of your gym membership first but oh yeah that's about it for me ladies and gentlemen yeah we're at an hour perfect okay guys almost to twenty thousand uh subscribers like and subscribe please it helps out a ton and if you enjoy the um content a ton more on patreon.com slash redhawk academy uh solo pod each week sometimes i do that one with mariah and then there's tons of other random content on there if you subscribe there now there's hundreds hundreds of posts hundreds of videos that i've never seen on the internet on there so uh check it out ladies and gentlemen and uh here let's uh let's find us a little bit of a little bit of tunes to go on our way with here. Everyone have a good day. Have a good day, everyone. I hope you get some pussy. (laughs) Bye-bye.